right, good morning, Island Church. It's good to be with you today. I know this last Sunday, we it was so good to be back in church with all of our, most of our crowd. It was great, even if we had to wear masks and gloves and all that stuff. But today, I'd like to give you some encouragement that the Lord gives me. I've been thinking about a, a, a subject of and I, I title it, But God. And uh, the way I come up with this, uh, we were having our uh, neighborhood evangelism last year, and uh, we were in the neighborhood just close to, to the church here. We happened to come across this one young man, he was about 20 years old, and uh, we got to talking with him, and he had several tattoos on his arms and, you know, I don't have anything against that, but we we noticed on his on his left arm he, he had "But God" written in big letters, uh, a tattoo on his arm there, and Ben saw it and Ben said, "I can relate to that," you know, and uh, we had a real good conversation with the guy, and even after that day, I would I'd be at home and I would think about. Well, you know, this guy, he must have had something where God intervened in, in his life to have, you know, put a tattoo of but God on his arm there. So I've, I've thought about it, you know, sometimes at night when you wake up in the middle of the night, God will give you, you know, inspiration about these, you know, different things like that. So I, I decided I'd do a word study on the words but God. And... Uh, it was pretty interesting. I never really knew I would be sharing it with other people, but it blessed me, so I, I hope and pray it'll bless you. And when you look at the words, but God, the word but, if you just use that one by itself, the, uh, when a Christian speaks words of faith and then he attaches the word but to it, a lot of times that can be detrimental for what you're believing God for. Of course, you're, you know, it's more head faith than it is heart faith. And of course, that's a different subject. But however, when you put the word but with God in the scriptures, I did some research in different uh, Bible dictionaries. When the word but is used with God in the scriptures, it often introduces the message of the gracious and compassionate intervention of God. The simple term, but God, captures the nature of God. I thought that was pretty good. So I started thinking about it. At first I call this, but God moments. And then after I thought about it a while, well maybe it's a but God intervention. Actually, I've got three different places in the Bible that uh, I like to talk about the term, but God. But then I'd like to share also a personal experiences where God intervened in my life and in my family too. I know I was over in Texas City. I was at a stoplight over by Popeyes and it's the Popeyes down from uh, Gringos and I wasn't thinking much about you know anything. I was underneath the bridge going south right at Popeyes and the feeder traffic was going east to west. 
And so here I am, I'm just having a great day. And I look up and the light turns green. Uh, okay, you know, when the light turns green, it's supposed to be safe to go. So, you know, I, I wait a couple of seconds and then I'm moving a little bit into the intersection and I look off to my right and there's this big white dump truck coming right towards me on the feeder road going, you know, east to west. And he was going probably 45, 50 miles an hour. And if I had pulled out in front of him, I could have probably been killed or it would have been bad. So I was thinking, wow, you know, God intervened in my life that day. Another personal example was back 49, 50 years ago when my wife and I, Janice, were, were living in Arkansas. We were... We went to Monroe, Louisiana to go to the drag races <laughs> and they were good. And anyway, about midnight, we were coming back home and, uh, and the road from Monroe back to El Dorado was real dark, no, no street lights. Anyway, we were going back home and I looked down the road, you know, this road is bl black. And then I see two headlights coming right towards me in my lane. And uh, I'm going, man, this guy's in our lane. And, and so he gets closer and closer. And thank the Lord, there was room to get off on the side of the road. So I got over on the grass and I was sort of barely rolling. So in case he made a move, I was be able to make a move with him. Anyway, we were sitting there and this car came right past us within a foot of us. He, he was in our lane, but by the grace of God, you know, we didn't get hurt. And I still remember that. You know, you can run those videos like that. It's things that happen in your life, you know, you can still see it. I can still see it happening to this day. Anyway, you know, when you're on the highway, there's a lot of risk. And we face a lot of risks every day in our life. You know, we have risks of the air we breathe, the, you know, toxics in our food, toxins in the air, you know. But you got to trust God. You know, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge Him. I'd like to look over in the, in the Bible where I found a, a couple of verses that actually use the two words but God. Over in Philippians chapter 2 verse 27 it says, For indeed he was sick nigh unto death, but God had mercy on him, and not on him only, but me also, lest I should have sorrow upon sorrow. And that's when Ephroditus was healed. And of course Paul is the other person and that, that's talking about in that particular verse. But God had mercy on him. And in another example, it's in uh, 1 Samuel chapter 23, verse 14. And David abode in the wilderness in the strongholds and remained in a mountain in the wilderness of Siv, 
And Saul sought him every day. But God, but God delivered him not into his hands. <clears throat> and we see how this is, you know, several examples of individuals that have where God has intervened in, in my life and my family, and I know in your lives that you've had many times when God intervened. When things could have happened or should have happened, but by God's mercy, it didn't happen. And uh, <clears throat> another real important scripture that uses the term, but God, is in Ephesians chapter two. And in the first three verses, it sort of, you talked about the conditions of mankind. And verse four is really the one that uses the term that I really enjoy. And you he made alive when we were dead, slain by your trespasses and sins, in which one, at one time you walked habitually. You were following the course and fashion of the world. You were under the sway and the tendency of the present age. Following the prince and the power of the air, you were obedient to and under the control of the demon spirit that still constantly works in the sons of disobedience. The careless, the rebellious, and the unbeliever, unbelieving who go against the purposes of God. Among these, we as well as you once lived and conducted ourselves in the passions of our flesh for our behavior governed by our corrupt and sensual nature. Obeying the impulses of the flesh and the thoughts of the mind, our cravings dictated by our senses and our dark imaginings. We were then by nature of God's wrath and heirs of his indignation like the rest of mankind. And you know, that sounds bad because we were all on our way to hell, uh, on a downhill run. <laughs> But God, in verse 4, this is the one that really spoke to me. This verse here in verse 4 is sort of my key verse. of. Uh, but God, so rich is he in his mercy, because of and in order to satisfy the great and wonderful and intense love with which he loved us, even when we were dead, slain by our own shortcomings and trespasses, he made us alive together in fellowship and in union with Christ. He gave us the very life of Christ himself, the same new life with which he quickened him, for it is by his grace, his favor and mercy, which you did not deserve, we did not deserve, that you are saved, delivered from judgment, and made partakers of Christ's salvation. That's awesome, isn't it? You know, I've read that verse four many times, and. It, until I started looking at those two words, but God, it, it, it just jumped off the page at me as I was going over this. And you know, in Ephesians chapter 2, I've always sort of went to verse 8 because it was, it's an awesome verse also that goes right along with this. For it is by free grace, God's unmerited favor, that you are saved, delivered from judgment, made partakers of Christ's salvation through your faith, and this salvation is not of yourselves. 
of your own doing. It came not through your own striving, but it is the gift of God. Wow, isn't that, that's awesome. That is very awesome. God made a way where there seemed to be no way. You know, mercy, even in uh, Webster's Dictionary, the definition of mercy is, it implies compassion that forbears punishing even when justice demands it. That's awesome. And a couple of other uh, wonderful scriptures that I think go right along with this. Uh, Lamentations 3, chapter 3, verses 22 and 23. It is of the Lord's mercies, it is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. His mercies are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. That's awesome. Awesome. Awesome word about God's mercy. And just to conclude, you know, this is mainly about God intervent, God's intervention, intervention into our lives and his mercy and grace. And don't, you know, don't forget when this, these happen in your life to, to give him all the praise and all the honor. You know, because as I, I was looking for a, a scripture to conclude to give you a, a little more encouragement. I always like Isaiah 41.10. Wonderful verse in the Bible. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. I just hope you'll be encouraged with these with this word, when we talk about the grace and mercy of God, how he's intervened individually, and how he has intervened for all of mankind. And we just pray that you'll have a great day today. We just thank you that the goodness and mercy of God will follow us all the days of our lives.